Hi, this is Nathan. Before we get to the episode, I want to invite you to join me on an incredible adventure this November of 2024. I am taking a small group of believers to Turkey, what the New Testament called Asia Minor, for a 12-day Bible study tour of the early church. We'll be studying the book of Acts and many of the epistles on location as we visit ancient cities like Ephesus, Laodicea, Heropolis, Antioch, Pergamum, and many more. If you are interested in joining me this November for a once-in-a-lifetime adventure as we study where much of the New Testament and early church took place, you can learn more by going to deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. And if you're interested, don't delay. Spots are limited and on a first-come, first-served basis, and a $100 discount is available if you register before May 27th. I do hope you can join me. And again, more information is available at deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. Now, here's the episode. You're listening to the Deeper Christian Podcast, episode number four. This is the podcast to help you study God's word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Nathan Johnson, and today we are continuing our mini-series from last week on five ways to grow in your spiritual life. Let's dive in. Last week, we talked about having intentionality in our Christian lives. As a quick reminder, spiritual growth rarely happens by accident. God greatly desires to grow us into mature, godly men and women, but it isn't through doing whatever we want and merely showing up to church on Sundays. We must purposely build our lives around Jesus Christ and upon His Word and allow the Spirit of God to transform how we think, talk, and live in order that our lives bear evidence of the spiritual growth, fruit, and transformation that He wants to work in and through us. It is His work within us that changes us but we must be surrendered and open to his work in our lives. And we must structure our lives to be workmen approved, fostering the Christian disciplines in our lives that enable greater growth and maturity. Last week, we focused on the first pillar of Christian growth, worship. If you desire to grow as a Christian, we must live lives of worship, which is far more than singing songs. Worship is a daily lifestyle that should mark everything that we do. Now, if you haven't heard that episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to episode number three. Today, we are looking at the second pillar for Christian growth. I call it study him. It's the pillar of knowing Jesus. Now, this may be one of my favorite of the five pillars of Christian growth, for I love studying scripture. During the summer of 2005, I had the opportunity to travel with an itinerant evangelist named Stephen Manley. Throughout the summer, he taught me how to study God's Word, and it has been one of the greatest catalysts in my life for more than a decade. I have grown more in my spiritual life because of studying the Bible than perhaps any other thing. But the key that I learned that summer is that studying the Word of God is not merely an academic pursuit. Rather, it is a pursuit of knowing Jesus. In my book on the five pillars of Christian growth, I discuss what I've called the seven R's of relationship. In short, it's seven ways we as Christians should interact and get into the Bible to understand and have greater intimacy with Jesus. 
Now, you can download the book for free at deeperchristian.com, and in future episodes, we will spend more time going into detail on how to study God's Word. But today, I want to focus on the key reason why you should get into God's Word. See, over the years, especially before my summer traveling with Stephen, I came to the Bible for a variety of reasons. I came to it to do devotions or for leisure reading, to prove someone wrong, for homework, or to just simply know what it says. But through it all, I missed the true purpose of studying and reading God's Word. In seminary, I was often assigned papers where I would spend hours laboring over the pages of Scripture, but it was merely an academic pursuit. You see, I was coming to the Word to learn about Jesus, but I failed to realize that I could learn a lot about Jesus without ever truly knowing Him. Let me me give you a simple illustration to highlight this difference. See, over the last five or six years, I've read dozens of books on the topic of health and fitness. I could spout interesting facts or tell people the makeup of the perfect diet. And while I knew a lot about fitness, (laughs) I didn't actually know fitness. See, I, I had information, but it wasn't translating into my actual habits until these last few months. See, in a similar way, Many of us know a lot about Jesus and his word, but few of us actually know him. In seminary, I would sit in class with students who could argue theology up and down, but their lives were lackluster. They were were filled with sin or, or the information was just merely that. It was academic. Their lives were lifeless and they cared very little about Jesus himself and having a relationship with him as long as they knew all the right answers. You see... The Bible isn't merely an academic book. It is a book that draws us into our Savior. It is a book that leads us to life. In John 5, 39, Jesus was confronting the Pharisees. He said to them, You search the scriptures, for in them you think you have eternal life. But these are they which testify of me. And in other words, what Jesus was saying is, Here you are, you're, you're studying the, the Old Testament scriptures Because you think that through mere study and academia and and just merely the intellectual understanding that you'll find life. Jesus says, do you not realize all of that points to me? Why? Because he is life and everything in scripture testifies of who he is. You can learn all you want about the Bible and still die and go to hell. Even the Bible reveals that Satan knows a lot about scripture, but he isn't getting to heaven. In John 17, 3, Jesus is praying what we often refer to as the high priestly prayer. And he says, this is eternal life, that they may know you, the one true God and Jesus Christ, whom you've sent. As we mentioned briefly last week, the word here for know or knowledge is the Greek word gnosko. Gnosko doesn't mean knowing something academically. It means knowing something through relationship or experience. Do you want to know what eternal life is? It isn't knowing information about God, but it's actually knowing him and having relationship and intimacy with him. So why do I study the Bible? Why do I read its pages? It's because I want to know a person whose name is Jesus. I don't want to merely just know about him. I actually want to know him. We, we will look at this more deeply in future episodes, but everything in scripture points to Jesus. He is the fulfillment of scripture and that which everything in the Bible points to. Yes, even the Old Testament. It is all a revelation of him. Martin Luther once said, 
Remove Christ from the scriptures and there's nothing left. How true. Yes, we should study God's word, know its stories, and understand the overarching themes throughout the entire Bible. But if all we ever do is come to the Bible academically, well, then we're missing the key reason why we should be in its pages, which is to know Jesus. It's interesting that your involvement with God's word becomes like a spiritual barometer in your life. See, your engagement with the Bible tells us a lot about you. For example, I I mentor several young men around the country, and while I'm talking to them, if I notice that they aren't doing well, struggling with sin, or are in a funk, I I always ask the same question. I ask them how their time in the Word has been. Now, in truth, I already know the answer, because our involvement in God's Word is that spiritual barometer in our lives. See, I know that if they aren't doing well or, or they're struggling with some issue, the likelihood is that they aren't spending time in God's word. And the opposite is true as well. As D.L. Moody once said, the Bible will keep you from sin or sin will keep you from the Bible. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not that spending time in God's word removes all the problems and all the issues from our life. But it is interesting that a lot of our problems and issues somehow just don't become problems when we see them in light of Jesus. Yeah, I mean, yes, they're still there, but they're just not the problems that we thought they were. As Christians, we must be men and women of the word. The Bible wasn't meant to be a coaster, a door prop, or a dust collector. The Bible is truth, and it reveals the one who is truth, Jesus, and enables us to grow in our understanding and our intimacy with the King of Kings. Do you want a greater level of intimacy with Jesus? You must be in the word. Do you you want to know him better? then you better be soaked and saturated with the pages of Scripture, not because you're after eternal life apart from Christ, but because you're after a person who is life itself. D.L. Moody also said this, The Bible was not given for our information, but for our transformation. The summer I spent traveling with Stephen Manley was powerful. He taught me how to saturate in God's Word, not only for information, but more importantly, to know Jesus. Since this is one of my favorite subjects, we're going to talk a lot about studying the Bible in upcoming episodes. But can I encourage you to grab God's word, pull up a chair, and become freshly acquainted with Jesus Christ through the revelation of himself in the word. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Deeper Christian Podcast. If you're interested in that book that I mentioned earlier, The Five Pillars of Christian Growth, it is available as a free download on deeperchristian.com please go to deeperchristian.com and click on free resources at the top right to become a member of the community and have access to the five pillars of Christian growth and other great resources. For show notes of this episode, including an outline and links to other resources and articles, please visit deeperchristian.com forward slash 004 for episode number four. And if you've enjoyed the podcast thus far, would you do me a favor and leave a rating and review on iTunes? It would be a tremendous blessing as iTunes uses star ratings and reviews as a way to get the podcast in front of other people. So if you think others should hear this podcast, I'd encourage you to take 30 seconds and go to the ratings and review section of this podcast on iTunes. Now, I look forward to next time when we continue this mini-series on five ways to grow in our spiritual lives. Until then, know I am cheering you on as you build your life around Jesus Christ.